Today's shir is dedicated to Nishmat, Liora Bat Yitzchak, Benjamin Ben Yitzchak, Yehuda Ben David, Rinat Ma'akab Adan, Shimon Ben Yishael, Yitzchak Ben Shalomo, Yaakov Ben Moshe, Yoshua Ben Yitzchak, Benjamin Ben David, Rachel Bat Yosef, and Osnat Bat Yehuda, and for the Rafuah Shemav, Shemuel Ben Rachel, Esther Bar Chana, Dan Ben Esther, Yehuda Ben Esther, Yosef Ben Yafa, and Nisan Ben Chana, Elna Rifana Lahem. So we, it's today's Tuesday, happy is Tuesday, and we are learning about Chanupah, we're learning about flattery and the prohibition of the Torah of flattery. And Pele has... You are the best. <laughs> I'm nobody, I'm we're just... Thank you so much, this makes me feel so much better. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, so Pele Yoetz has been explaining beautifully examples of what is considered flattery, you know, what is not considered flattery, that people think is flattery. Uh, and his main issue was with those who think that if there's somebody who's respectful to rich people, to wealthy people, that's flattery. And Pele Yoetz says, that's not flattery. Um, that's common courtesy. And especially if they've done something for you or if they've done something uh, good for you, then you owe them courtesy and you owe them. So Peleoetz explained very clearly, he said, that's not considered flattery. Right? It, if, if they're, they're, as long as they're not a rasha, as we're going to get to, right? as long as in their actual, in their, they, they didn't do things that uh, were, uh, were complete, completely reprehensible and offensive to Hashem, um, then to disrespect them and people uh, sometimes take it as like oh, look I'm a better person because I disrespected the rich I'm a better person because you know I don't flatter anybody no you're a fool you're, you're a foolish person and, yeah, and Peleo it says even if they're not a perfect person then no, none of us is perfect and what uh, so even if they're not you shouldn't hate somebody just because they, they have wealth so that that does not make them a rasha just because somebody has wealth it doesn't make him a bad person. So so this was I think a very very important point that Pelele says that uh, people sometimes uh, and it's a it's a very easy point. Uh, it's a it's an easy cheap way to score points for someone to say you know no I don't flatter anybody. Uh, you know I can speak truth to power and I can speak and I can. Well it, it's one thing if they are really bad people. Um, it's one thing if they actually did something that qualifies them as a rasha, as an evil person. It's another thing that, you know, you're, you're judging them by such a strict, strict, strict bar. Uh, look at your, look at yourself in the mirror. You're, you're not that much better than they are. So if, if he's an average person, happens to be that Hashem has blessed him with love, show him respect. And especially, especially, says Pelelotes, sometimes if they if 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 they helped get get you a job, or they employed, or you benefited from them in some way, they made a donation to your to your synagogue, to your charity organization. They're helping support your community, or they do different tzedakot sometimes. Then that counts for something as well, and and you owe them a degree of uh, of, of respect for that. Of at the very least, common courtesy and not disrespect. And then the, the other case where Peleoet said it's not uh, considered flattery is when you're not taking advantage per se uh, of somebody, but you're using it in order to encourage them to do something better 
or for a better purpose. And the examples he gave were for Shlom Bayit. For Shlom Bayit, the person is permitted. You're permitted to flatter your wife. You're permitted, and and for all, and for all, <laughs> and for all the women who might be listening, you're permitted to flatter your husband. Also, <laughs> yes, and and also the the ch- yes. Yes, yeah. and and also yes, yeah. Also the children. Uh, now the the situation that Pele we started with that Pele says you don't know what's flattery um, and what you have to distance from is is haomrim laratov those who go and take someone who's a rasha or take something which is publicly clearly uh, evil behavior publicly clearly um, against what what God says and what Hashem would and. And you go and you support them, and you hug them, and you kiss them, and, and you show them favoritism. That is flattery. And you go to take someone who went and married a Goya. And really, God bless our community. Baruch Hashem for the Takana that we did, and, and that we adopted, that we made it clear to everybody. And we don't accept this. We don't accept We don't honor you in any way, shape, or form. Right. Uh, excellent. So he's yeah. It's a very very good question. It's gonna come, but but yeah, it is coming. But there there is a matter of sometimes it's in your hands to be able to protest. Sometimes it's in your hands to to be able to say no. And sometimes the most you could do is to look away and avoid it as much as possible. But don't engage in flattery and in, in hugging and kissing and you're great and you're amazing and we praise you and. I, I, don't praise a rasha. Don't don't praise a praise a wicked person. And, and so so Peliot said and in such a situation, aside from the fact that a person becomes the sin partially becomes yours. If you flatter them for the Avon, you flatter someone for the sin, aside from the fact that the sin becomes partially yours, you get you get even more punishment. You get me right? Because you flatter them. Because you promote it. Because you flatter them. So number one, you share in their avon. A person with someone, Jew marries a goy. And you attend the wedding. To go show them, show them support. You get a double avon for it. You get number one. Number one, you get an avon. You get part of their avon. Part of the sin of what they did. And number two, you get an avon for flattering them. You get a sin for, for flattering them. If there's a person who is pure and God-fearing, in this area, it does not matter in any way, shape, or form what wealth level the person is. The Torah's language is you treat every person equally. And you might have the Yetzer Hara that comes and tells you, I mean, this person is poor, they're miskan, what do you mean? They have no hope. Other than to, you know, they're never going to get married and nobody's going to look at them. Uh, okay, so they found a goy, so they found a goya, you know, let's be a little bit more lenient with them. And that's a, no, the law is the law. And then on the other hand, you'll have a rich person, you'll have a wealthy person that, you know, they, they go ahead and they find, you know, and maybe they donate money and maybe they do things in the community, but now they want their way and they want to go marry a goya. Or they want to change the law. Or they're... Or they're a Kohen and they want to marry a divorcee. Kohen's not allowed to marry a divorcee. 
Do not honor them and praise them in any way. The law is equal to everybody. Right? You have no right, no matter whether you're poor and you're looking to be a miskin and looking to be more uh, accepted because you know, whether you're a wealthy person and you're trying to put yourself in and say you owe me a, a debt because I'm a prominent person, the law does not distinguish between everyone. You have no right to change that which is evil and that which is prohibited to that which is good. Right? It's one thing if you know, there's no person who's a perfect person. We show respect to, to every single person. But there's another person that is publicly going against uh, what the community knows is supposed to be right. And you're publicly, publicly going against that. Nobody should flatter such a person. Nobody should sit with such a person or be with them. So, so, so I don't care if they're poor and I don't care if they're wealthy. And I don't care about myself that someone should think less of me and that they should think less of me. I have full trust in Hashem because I'm a God-fearing person. I don't fear people. This is the ultimate point of uh, the Isur of Chanukah. What's the ultimate point of the prohibition of flattery? Is that the Torah teaches us that we have to be God-fearing people. We don't fear people. We don't fear men. We fear God. And if we fear God, then Hashem is going to take care of us. You don't have to be afraid of other people. I have to fear only Hashem in this world. The, those who are, are straight arrows, we follow Hashem exactly the way He wants. Hashem is going to protect us. We have nobody to be afraid of. And don't be afraid even to raise your voice like a shofar. If you need to. In order to rebuke the person that it's necessary to rebuke. I'm going to talk about our rebuke in the future because rebuke is a very, very complicated uh, uh, matter. The, the Gemara says uh, already, the, the, yes, we know the Torah says it's a mitzvah to rebuke and don't be ashamed to rebuke. The Gemara says already by nowadays, 2,000 years ago, nobody knows how to rebuke anymore. Uh, they said nowadays nobody knows how to rebuke, nobody knows how to accept rebuke. Right? If, you, if you tell somebody, you tell somebody um, you, have a, you have a wood chip stuck in your teeth, <laughs> the person says, yeah, and you have a big piece of wood between your eyes, meaning that uh, the person will not accept what you say and fix themselves. The person will say, look, you have a worse problem. <laughs> you, you have an even bigger look in the mirror. How dare you? You're rebuking me. You're talking to me. How dare you? <laughs> People uh, have a lot of chutzpah now, uh, nowadays. They have a lot of, unfortunately. Well, we don't rebuke because we're afraid to embarrass. And that's right. the right. So, no, so and there, there are laws when it comes to rebuke of trying to fulfill it. That n- number, number one rule is to try to do it in private. We've talked about this a little bit. Um, and to try not to do it in public. Yes. Unless it's something that's old, right? already become a public issue and a public stance has to be taken. So, and it's already a pasuk, those who have left the Torah, those who left Hashem, they praise the wicked. They praise the wicked. They flatter them and praise them. Right? But those who keep the Torah are willing to go against them. They have no shame and are not embarrassed. And David HaMelech writes in Tehillim, Those who hate you, Hashem, I hate them. I am against those who are against God. 
I will never be on the same team along with those who are against Hashem. And truth is, you're not, you shouldn't even look at them. Right? If there's a person who's a Rasha, to that extent, you should not even look at them. Another example that he gives is a Moser. Moser is people that they hand over people in the community to government authorities. Um, in order to take them, especially especially in those times, in those days where the the governments uh, they were crooked, they you know they would take over money matters and over small matters, they would kill any person, and they would give, they were they were unjust in their judgment. So the Jewish communities um, had very very strict policies against somebody who was a moser, against somebody that hey you're handing over somebody to the non-Jews, you're handing somebody over to the government, chas v'shalom. And it's a very, very big question in halakha if someone is allowed to do it or not. Obviously, obviously, um, you know, if there's someone who's a real criminal and a real threat to the community, um, then we have to hand them over to the police. People sometimes ask, am I allowed to call the police on this situation? Am I allowed to call the police? And, and the answer is, it's a real question. It's a question for, for a rab. It's a question, there is an ethical question of whether a Jew is allowed to call in the government in order to take care of an issue. And the two ends of the spectrum are, again, if it's something that's trivial and it's something that's petty and the government's going to be too harsh on it, uh, more than they need to be, then you're not allowed to involve them. You're not allowed to involve them. But if there's a person who's a real threat to the community, let's say we shouldn't know, but let's say there is a Jewish person who is a drug dealer, uh, who's bringing drugs into the community. And of course, 100%, give them over to the government. Call the police, call the government, and bring them and take them away. Now they're going to come and say, you're embarrassing us, you're shaming us, you're this, you're that. You're a threat to the community, and we have to remove every threat to the community with whatever means that, that we're able to do it. And don't flatter anybody. Don't say, oh, no, but, but they come from an important family, and they come from a prominent family, and you're going to embarrass them uh, by calling the police. If there's someone who's a threat to our community, we're required as, a, as God-fearing people uh, to use any means to remove that threat from, from our community and not to be afraid. We have to trust Hashem and we have to follow what God wants. So So somebody is doing these kinds of things publicly without any shame and we have to stop them and we have to not be afraid. And now very often the situation is maybe you, it's not within your strength or it's not within your place to be able to say something and to rebuke them and to stop them. So at the very, at the very least, Yivrach mimenu. Leave them. Don't engage with them. Don't be part of it. Don't be a participant. Walk out. Eh? Walk out. Walk out. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not in the room. Yeah, they're talking Lashon Hara. You know, it's uh, not my place and whatever the family or in this group of friends, I'm not able to stop the Lashon Hara. At the very least, walk out. Don't be a participant or a bystander in it. Don't give them honor and give them prominence and give them for what they're doing. And also do not desire their favors. Sometimes they're doing favors. Oh, they're hosting parties. They're including you part of a group and they're giving. I don't want it. As we say, not from your thorns and not from your honey. I don't want your honey and I don't want your thorns. Uh, stay, Stay away. Only honor those who are righteous and God-fearing. Sorry, I need one minute to finish it off. Unfortunately, in all of our great sins, 
Um, there's a lot of flattery out there. <laughs> Even with everything we're saying, unfortunately, it's there. There's almost no person who is fully clean from this Avon. Uh, but if someone was, there is God fearing, if there's someone knows that there's a God in the world, and there's Hashem, and Hashem judges everything in the end of the day, and brings everything to righteous judgment, I don't follow what everybody else is doing. You don't see, ah, oh, there's other people flattering. No, don't follow them. I have to do what's right. Be strong as a lion. Do what's right in Hashem's eyes. Even if there's people who lack intelligence and don't understand it, it doesn't matter. I know what's right and I have to do what's right. Hashem will support you in what you are doing. Okay? Have a wonderful day. Happy Tuesday. <laughs>